This is another episode of On the Grid by Z Prime. Love your energy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Z Prime on the Grid. I am Dylan Lockwood. Joyce Dooley is out this week. She'll be back with us next week. Uh, but I do have with me someone pretty cool. We've got Director of Programming and Communications at Gridmates, Bethany Rue. Bethany, how are you doing today? I am doing very well, and now I feel the pressure to be cool. I will do my best. <laughs> You're in Florida, so you, you've been dealing with a bit of Hurricane Elsa. How's that been? That is, that is true. We are here. Uh, I think it's downgraded to a tropical storm, um, but she was still fierce. <laughs> a lot of wind, a lot of rain, uh, no damage. Um, but, you know, just jumping into this whole conversation with you and talking about gridmates and energy, it's always a reminder of the wild card that is Mother Nature. Anytime we talk about energy or anything, um, you know, it was, it, was, it was powerful. And uh, while I wasn't thrilled to lose two days, um, it was interesting to watch. And uh, everybody here is safe and sound, and she's gone through now. So here we are. This was the earliest named storm, I believe. Um, if not since they've been keeping records, but at least in recent history. So you're not wrong. Um, you know, we're seeing these kind of powerful storms much earlier than we usually have. So absolutely. I mean, you can't talk about energy without talking about climate change. And this storm was a very powerful reminder of how uh, intertwined the two definitely are. Yeah, and I'm in and I'm in Washington, and so we're you know we're dealing with heat wave, drought, fires, all that sort of thing. Which I know you guys were just melting. I was actually worried about you, Dylan. How is it there? Is it cooled <laughs> off? I mean, what's what's going on where where you are? Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a little bit better. Uh, instead of being you know 110 every day, it's now like 98 every day. Uh, <laughs> could really use could really use some rain uh, or some. There was a there was a threat of a freeway closure on my way back from seattle this week uh because oh. there was a fi- because there was a fire right by a big fire right by it and that didn't used to be um the, the every summer reality but i guess it is now and it's starting earlier and earlier um so well, if i could have bought if i could have bought enough some rain to send you my friend i i definitely would have <laughs> yeah, you, we, we don't have enough rain you have too much rain it's just it's just the whole the whole system is out of whack uh which is why we need to talk about energy efficiency right so, exactly we're here to help <laughs> yeah because you gotta we you got really got to be efficient with your energy during um heat waves because otherwise uh things 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 break as we've seen so yeah why don't you tell us a little bit about Gridmates and, and your work in energy efficiency, Bethany? Sure. So I um, have a pretty big, uh, long background uh, in energy in general. Um, I've worked on the retail side of things. I've worked on the distribution side of things, a little bit of generation. And um, now I am with Gridmates, which is a company that is solely focused on helping utilities fulfill their promise of social responsibility to their customers. Um, so uh, energy efficiency, obviously, you know, as we just said, is so important because uh, we see what happens when people use too much energy or don't use it the right way. So what um, Gridmate does is it helps people help low to middle income customers and then empowers them with energy efficiency information. So not only are they helping um, an energy insecure person pay their bills and keep their lights on and help them be more efficient. They're then teaching themselves how to be 
more energy efficient. Um, and I really feel like this is kind of the accumulation of all of my years of work because I've been on, you know, every single side of the energy spectrum, if you will. Um, and, you know, I've worked on, a, I've dabbled in a lot of different energy efficiency initiatives, um, programs, policies. And what is great about Gridmates is it kind of pulls all those balloon strings together, if you will. And it really is putting the where the rubber meets the road, so to speak. Um, I try not to use cliches, but here we are. <laughs> uh, you know, and it's really how you can use everything we've learned and everything we've done and how we can harness power of people and energy efficiency to drive real change. Um, so that's kind of how I got to where I am. And it also sort of explains, in a way, you know, what Gridmates does and what their philosophy is. So it's been a long road, but uh, I'm very happy to be in a position where we're actually implementing positive change and, and helping people um, and driving reduced energy usage. So Bethany, um, we're, we're, one of the reasons I'm excited to have you on is that uh, Z Prime has uh, recently gotten really gotten really involved with Greet. Greedmates with Gridmates. <laughs> with Green Day. I love that band. <laughs> Zgarmy has recently gotten really involved uh with Gridmates uh because you know we're we're really interested in a lot of the uh work you do with uh this energy efficiency stuff we're gonna be talking about. So uh what why why don't you tell our audience a little bit about uh about that whole journey? Sure. So buckle up, Dylan, because this is a good one. Um, this is just a perfect example of things coming full circle sometimes in life. So for years and years, I worked for a company uh, out of Houston called Direct Energy. I was on their external relations team. Um, and I think it was the second Z Prime Energy Thought Summit. We got involved as a sponsor. And um, Badar Khan, our then CEO, he's not national grad. Hello, Badar. Um, he was one of the keynotes. And I just... <laughs> Um, we just developed this mobile exhibit, the Innovation to Inspiration mobile exhibit that we were pulling into Austin. So that's how I met Jason and the whole Z Prime gang. Um, and then the next year, we partnered with them for the very first ever ETS startup, which is a startup competition. And we sponsored the $10,000 prize. And um, the very first winner of the very first startup ETS was a little company called Gridbase. <laughs> Um, who had this crazy idea that you could harness the power of people to help serve low- to middle-income customers and drive energy efficiency. Uh, so I got to meet George, the founder, um, and it was wonderful. You know, kind of life goes on. I moved on, moved back to Pittsburgh, kind of left the energy world. Um, and then one day Jason called me and said George was uh, ready to, to kind of pull back from Gridmates and, and wanted Jason and Z Prime to take it over. Uh, and Jason said, you know, would you be willing to come on board? And I thought, well, isn't this just perfect? There's this there's this beautiful, I hate the word synergy, but I'm going to go ahead and use it because I can't think of a better one off the top of my head. But it just felt like this beautifully crafted uh, moment that was custom made for me to walk into. And I, I could not believe that Jason was calling me with this opportunity. And I've been glad every day since that I took it. Uh, well, we're happy that you did. Yeah, this and this is just our first podcast, Dylan. Just you wait, it only gets better. The first, yeah, <laughs> the first of many. Yes, exactly. I got so much stuff to talk about. This is going to be great. So, 
how does Gridmates push that energy efficiency progress at these at, at these utilities? What, what are the what are the goals and strategies? Sure. So each utility sort of has their own goals and strategies, right? I mean, this kind of federal low income um, energy efficiency and affordable programming, and then each kind of utility has their own. So there's no one blanket solution. Um, that works across the board for everybody. What Gridmates does is they can work with each utility to look at what their goals are. And, you know, some of them are internal goals. Some of them are regulatory goals, right? And how can we creatively help you serve these low to middle income customers? And we do that. Gridmates at its core is a donation platform that harnesses the power of people, right? So if you wanted to use um, Gridmates, you would have, um, you, you could create, like, let's say, like, Dylan Lockwood would do a, a fundraiser. We've all seen them on Facebook for everybody's birthday or whatever. It's sort of that same philosophy, but it's going directly towards customers in your neighborhoods and your communities to help them not just manage their electricity bill and pay their electricity bill, but also to help implement energy efficiency um, you know, uh, programs and things that they could do around their own home. So we harness the power of people, right? You sort of do your donations and your fundraisers. The money goes directly to the people that you're that you're helping. And then on the back end of that, so let's say you, Dylan Lockwood, donated. Let's say you just did a straight donation of $50. Well, we calculate what you could do in your own home to help you save $50 in energy. And that way it almost kind of offsets your donation. So it is donation and energy efficiency kind of working together to serve a greater purpose. So when you're going into uh, a project with a, with a client, how uh, what what aspects of efficiency uh, do you focus on, or what do you try and look for to see how they can improve? So every client is different. I mean, in general, there was actually this great, and maybe you can link to it. Um, this morning, WEMU out of Detroit, the MPR affiliate out of Detroit, interviewed Dr. Tony Reams, um, and it was all about energy poverty and energy insecurity, right? So this this is a problem across the whole country, across the whole world. So if we want to take, let's kind of shoot up to the 30,000-foot view of this. I mean, across the board, um, basically, most the standard is most households should spend 6% of their household income on energy. A lot of um, lower income Americans are paying anywhere from 10 to 20% of their household income for heat and electricity. So how different utilities attack that is, is really gonna be based on them. So we kind of come to them where they are and we say, okay, what, here, here's how we work. What is your goal and how do we help you get to it? Because the goal should always be to get those 10 to 20% um, household income spenders as close to the 6% as possible. Um, so really, you know, there's no, like I said, whole cloth approach to how we do this. It's very customized. We're just trying to help them reach their goal of eliminating some of the energy insecurity that they have within their customer base the best way we can uh, with, with how they're operating in their neighborhoods. So for efficiency, and you know, honestly, a lot of other modern utility challenges, the issue is becoming less about awareness and more about a willingness to adopt technologies and practices. So so what are some strategies Gridmates has found for overcoming utilities' notorious uh, hesitancy? Yeah. 
yeah, innovation, uh, kicking and screaming, I think is kind of how you, <laughs> you could view that. Um, so really, I think a lot of utilities now are realizing, you know, they have aging infrastructure and they've got a younger customer base, right? I mean, a lot of, a lot of the research we've done, um, millennials, Gen Xers, Gen Zers, they're very comfortable with donation platforms. They're very comfortable with mobile. You know, they, 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 they want utilities to meet them where they are, right? I mean, gone are the days of, you know, nobody even really wants to get a paper bill in the mail anymore. So really, it's just about convincing utilities. And not, they really don't even need to convince much anymore. I think they really start, they are understanding, you know, they, they need to meet their customers in a way that their customers want to be communicated to, right? Like, it's not this top-down approach anymore. It's not the utility saying, here's how you're going to get your bill. It's the customer saying, here's how I want you to give me my bill. And I think we kind of help bridge the gap a little bit between the two. Um, I, I feel like we kind of sit comfortably in that middle space where we could talk to utilities and we could talk to the millennials, the Gen Xers, and the Gen Zers um, and almost offer ourselves like a translation service, <laughs> sort of. Um, so yeah, I think we do a lot of um, work encouraging utilities to communicate to their customers the way we know they want to be communicated to. And I feel like that's helpful for them and it's helpful for their customers. Does that also, does that also sort of help with the, uh, I guess, the decision-making processes at the utility? Like if they're getting that, uh, if, if they're getting that, feedback from their from their customers or are uh or is there ways that gridmates uh just sort of directly uh tries to change the if not the decision making process at least the way that they look at these investments yeah so what i've found so far to be the case is that when we come in and we start talking utilities we are, they've already sort of done the research groundwork where they know that they need a solution like Gridmates, right? So I found that, which is a good thing, Dylan, it's a good thing. We want to spend less time educating utilities about why they need us and more time talking about how we can help them and their customers. So it's actually kind of been nice that, you know, over the past year or so, um, you know, I think there has been a big shift in, um, you know, I, of course, I've been in energy long enough, and I completely understand the stodgy, sort of stuffy utility, um, you know, reputation that's out there. But I really finding more and more they're becoming innovative companies. They're, you know, they they operate much more like a technology company than a utility. Yesteryear, and I might be aging myself here. Plus, I just said yesteryear. But, um, you know, I, I think that now we're finding, you know, as I go to talk to more and more people about gridmates that. They they already know they need something like us, um, so it, it's been nice because, like I said, we're spending less time convincing them they need good base and more time helping um, low to middle income customers. So, if we're you know talking about sort of talking about those those customers, uh, you know, the least energy efficient buildings are usually low to medium income residences and rental properties, very old buildings. Um, so how can utilities use energy efficiency as a means of uh, promoting energy equity? Where are the good investments there? Yeah, that is so true. And I'm so glad you brought that up because, you know, going back to what I said earlier about the interview with Dr. Reams, the reason they're spending 10 to 20 percent of their household income is because they're living in older, inefficient homes. So what I've found is we work with utilities. 
a lot of times Gridmates is a part of their overall solution. So, for instance, we're working with Georgia Power. Uh, we're, we're helping them with their low-income um, energy efficiency program. And th this is Gridmates is a piece of it. The other piece of it uh, is that they are giving, you know, individual homeowners uh, money to make to implement energy efficiency upgrades to their own home. So, you know, there, there, there's multiple uh, ways that we need to attack this problem, this energy efficiency, energy poverty problem. And the best way that Gridmates works is when it's in concert with other programs like, like it is with Georgia Power. Um, you know, we are just that one piece to the puzzle, but hopefully we work as a driver to bring along these other parts that we need to have for this to be successful. So, you know, it's, it's imperative that as we're working with utilities and we're talking to people, we're talking about policy, that there is a level of this that is, uh, that is addressing making the upgrades to these homes and to these buildings, because otherwise everything else we're doing is literally going out the window. Do you have any good examples of uh, a utility that has uh, made those programs or made those investments and uh, seen, seen success in promoting that kind of uh, efficiency? Yeah, I mean, I'll just use the Georgia Power example that we just discussed because I've been working so closely with them. Um, you know, and it's, it's also really heartening to see the people that are leading these programs, uh, you know, it, it's they're they're believers, right? Like they, this is not, you know, I, I I almost see energy efficiency and energy poverty, you know, this is a social justice issue, right? So the the utilities that are going to do it right are the ones that approach it like that, and you know, it's not just about saving energy, it's not just about saving money, it's not just about making sure that you're not getting a lot of bad debt because you have no pay low pay customers, right? It's making sure that we're solving the problem so that in the future, we don't have to have these kind of programs. Not that I'm trying to will grid based out of existence. We have a long way to go. Um, but yeah, any of the utilities that are partnering a program like Gridmates on top of actually going into the homes and doing the energy efficiency upgrades, those are the programs that are going to be the most successful and are going to drive the most positive change to move the needle on ending energy insecurity. Are there common mistakes or pitfalls in utilities assessments of creating or adopting these energy efficient programs that uh, that should be avoided? Yeah, you know, I think anything that is just a top down approach is not gonna work. You need to engage your customers, you need to empower your customers, and you need to harness their, you know, the, the, the creativity of your customers to help you solve the problem. You know, it's this go alone approach So utilities, think the alumni, we're the only ones that could solve this problem. And they're not, you know, they need to get out of their own head sometimes, um, you know, and I also think they need to look to other sectors to see what's working. Um, you know, I, I think that utilities have been in a, uh, a league of their own for so long. I feel like they don't uh, necessarily see themselves as a part of the fabric of society in a way some other companies do. Um, so, you know, yeah, I think that once they realize that they are not going to be able to implement something and force it on the people, um, that they need to have buy-in and they need to have feedback and it needs to come from the people, then they're going to start to see success. And, you know, utilities have historically been reluctant to take that approach. Um, but again, I think we're seeing a little bit more of that appetite for, you know, more innovative people-focused solutions. Um, which is which is a good thing because at the end of the day, the more utilities that adopt that approach, the better off we're all going to be.
I'll just say, listen, if if, you, if this is just getting you interested in learning more, you know, I'm always happy to talk to anybody about anything. Just shoot me an email, Bethany at gridmates.co. Um, you know, I'm always I'm always looking to spread the word about Gridmates. All right, Bethany, uh, thank you for being on and uh, talking about uh, talking about your energy efficiency work. Uh, hopefully, it uh, it becomes a, a even more it becomes an even bigger trend in the energy industry. Because it's I, yeah, helps with a lot of the problems. Going. Yeah, and hey, I uh, I hope that it doesn't get any warmer there than it already has been, and I hope we don't get any more rain. I'll send it all to you if we do. Yes, we gotta get gotta get that drought, gotta get that drought <laughs> under control. All right. Uh, so for our listeners, you can find our research and media at zprime.com. You can find us on social media at dy lockwood at zprime underscore research. My name is Dylan, and we'll see you all next time.